Okay, awesome. So, um, welcome back, guys, to the Axios Fox podcast. Vasily, what episode are we? This is 45. Currently, we're sitting next to each other um, by the fire. Yeah, we're at our cabin in the woods. So, if you guys get if you get footage, you'll see us. It's the cabin in the woods, but it's outside. Dude. This is actually outside. Um, but it's episode 45, so we're talking about, I don't know how many months that is. I mean, it's one a week times four weeks divided by 10. I don't know, it's like 10 months, close to 10 months. So we're coming up on 10 months, dude. That's like, you're, you're getting close to the point of when you were, you were leaving, um, Tampa, I think somewhat close, right? Probably. I mean, I know it's been like over five months. At least. Yeah. It's been at least five months. Um, cause we were up here for a couple of weeks. But today we're going to talk about, I, I think um, I, I had a conversation with a couple of people this week, and that's why I want to bring it up of um, basically my last five years and going back down to the roots of like entrepreneurship, just because there's this common misconception of um, everyone can call themselves an entrepreneur, but I think, I think there's a couple of things that need to occur and need to happen. I'm not saying it's like definite needs to happen, but things you need to experience that allow you to make riskier moves, right? To the common man, when I explain it to someone else, like, you know, what we're going to get into, like the situations that had to occur, they were like, like in shock. Like they would never do that. I asked them like, would you do this? Would you give up this for that? And they were just like, I don't know if I'd do that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're forced to do those things, it's not mama's money. It's not daddy's money. It's like getting to the, the nitty gritty of, trying to survive for that extra month to, to think that you're going to have that boom. You know what I mean? Like you're going to put that extra payment on that credit card. Cause you think next month it's going to happen. And sometimes it doesn't happen. Cause so you got to put another month on a credit card and another month. And then, you know, six months later, you're, you're in a hole, but then you hit, you hit the ground running. Something works, something pops off. Um, yeah, I like how many, how many times I've had that situation where like, I told myself this was going to be the last time six months ago. And now I'm still collecting my quarters. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what entrepreneurship is like. And I, I, I actually came to realize that it's always going to be like that, but it's going to be in a better way. And the reason that I say that is instead of you not having, having the money because you haven't honed your skills and because it's not going to be because you're not making money. It's because it's going to be because you're putting money into, into investments. Yeah. And you're going to, you're going to have literally at some points, like little to nothing and you're going to have accomplishments behind you and things working gears turning, but there's never come a time, no matter the situation where it's like, I'm sitting there and I feel comfortable. There's never been a time like that. I mean, that's, dude, that's boring as hell. Like that's what I was feeling when I was in Tampa and I had my apartment. I had, you know, I, I, everything was fine. And it was, it was, that was more dangerous to me because Every night I'd have a drink, you know, not like excessively, but I'd have a drink and I'd watch TV and it, that was more dangerous. And I talked yeah. to about that yesterday in my TikTok. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. I didn't hear it. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. So like, give me an example. So like, let's say it's close to, I mean, this time, what month did you move down to Tampa originally? November, 2019 is when I moved down. November. I got my license in March, I think it was March, literally four months of being there without even an ability to ask. Yeah. You could have picked up, you could have picked up a job, but I remember talking to you and it was like, 
you know, I remember like there was, there was a time where, you know, months went by after and your situation had changed a little bit and you were thinking, dude, I'm gonna have to work, like work at a graveyard or something. I think that's yeah, like something, I, I think you, you're like a, thinking about applying to literally work at a graveyard. I think that's what it yeah, was. Because I like jobs like that because I, I don't want, I want, I want the way my life is set up is that I cannot start feeling like the average man or I'll start doing average man things. Mm -hmm. So working at a graveyard would at least be like, okay, now I have the full day where I can work on my business. And then mm -hmm. I'm, you know, doing whatever graveyard people do at night. You know, burying bodies. Least, yeah, at least then. <laughs> so sick. I remember really like telling you, you should just go do this. You should go apply jobs, and you kept on. You, 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 yeah, you always told me to to work at a bar, at a bar, like, and and honestly, that is the last thing I would ever do. Like, I'd rather do so many things. Well, the thing like, is, with it, I mean, you can make money, and you can really good money. In it, but, you can make yeah. really good money, but like, it's exhausting. Like, there's like you're not gonna have enough energy to be oh. thinking about anything else. Well, that's not why I just don't want. I, I do not need to be around alcohol, and I also I do not need to be. Um, around people who are gonna like, I mean, anyone who goes to the bar is like, I don't mean all the time, like all the people that go to a bar, but the, the vast majority of your customers are just not people I wanna be around. Yeah, it's true. So at this point, Christian, you were, you, you, you hadn't sold any real estate down in Tampa and right. um, you finally got licensed down there yeah. Well, but funny story is three days after I committed to making phone calls, I got my first listing. We had that talk, though. There was a talk and I was explaining this. There was this talk. You'd call me one day and you said, so what are you doing? Like, what does your day to day look like? You actually called and asked, what does it look like? And I told yeah. you. And I told you also, I told you um, it was around where you went to that event. November. It was November. That was November. Of 2019? 20... Couldn't have been. Not 2019. Sorry, 20, 2021. November of 2021? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So then you know you moved down there, dude. Before you moved down there in the summer. Yeah, you moved down there in the summer, dude. Like going into the summer. Sorry, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm messing up the story, but it couldn't have been November of 2021. It couldn't have been. That's impossible because I wouldn't have. Maybe it was. I, I actually. It was. Well, it was. I don't want to. The, the year mark. But anyways, I'll just give the timeline. Christian moved down 20. Let's just for this for this purpose. 2021, November 2021. Sorry. The beginning of summer 2021. There's four months. Well, I moved, bro, I, I moved, yeah, you're. No, I moved in 2020, bro. 2020. Yeah, November 19th of 2020 is when I moved down to Florida. Mm, okay. So anyways, the timelines don't really matter much. But you had called me at that time. I remember you're like, I was like, dude, I, I have a ticket. Like, come down and come down to Miami and come to this conference. And you're like, dude, I don't feel really good about doing it. Like, I need to get stuff moving and you get stuff, you know, in the pipeline. And you made that commitment. And I was like, shit, dude, I wish this dude came down. But you did the right thing. You stayed down there and you started making phone calls after we talked about you know, my day to day, what it looks like. Cause I, I had a, it was, it's a disciplined schedule because I, I work with other people in a brick and mortar and you're kind of working at cloud-based. So a lot of the time it's a little <laughs> bit. <hard. laughs> 
I sometimes think about like what people even think about like the fact that I just roll out of bed and I just start making calls and like that's my life. Yeah. But it, but it worked. I mean, it worked. Within you said three days, you got you you had your first listing signed. Three days, yeah. Three days after I got my license in Florida, I got my first listing contract signed. Mm. Um, but that wasn't when I committed to phone calls every day. That was like still sporadic. I was still sporadic at that point. But basically, what I had to do was just under the worst conditions. And this is what I think. The key people ask me and, and they talk to me, they're like, wow, you're super consistent with your phone calls. Like, how is it? Or like, how are you staying consistent? And the reason is, is because if you had to make phone calls in the worst of conditions, like I didn't have a computer. I was late on my phone bill. I didn't have leads. I just, well, I did have leads, but it was a free trial. I had to get three free trials. And then even when I could pay for leads, I was still using the business lounge laptop at my apartment. And um, some days it was locked. So um, some days it was locked and that was like, oh, this today is tossed up in the air. Like I can't get leads today. Mm -hmm. And then some days, well, it was only open from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., but it was open by the staff. And this wasn't the best apartment complex. So they weren't always on, on time. Sometimes it'd be 10 a.m. I'd have to walk to the business lounge check if it was open if it's not come back um you know it's not a lot so of inconvenience it just sounds so very fun. inconvenient, very inconvenient. I'd, I'd log on to the computer and some days there was a homeless guy sitting at the computer next to me like i remember i remember at night i had to make my calls in there uh and somehow i still had access because after a certain point after the homeless guy like they realized that situation they started really buckling down on locking the doors but in the meantime i had a keypad and so that they didn't have the bolt lock so i could still get in and when i was still getting in it would be nighttime the homeless guy was sitting there watching like ice cube videos and um i remember the next morning he would still be watching the computer like so close to the computer like this is the back. computer and you're just like this and I was like, I was like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. So he was there all, all, all night and day. And this was for a few days. And, and then they finally started bolt, bolt locking the door. So the keypad didn't work. Well, the keypad did work, but they still bolt locked it. So then I really had to get my calls in from like that 10 to 12 uh, time frame. And just under those terrible conditions that a lot of days I didn't have breakfast. I just, I had some black coffee uh, and that's it. And so under those conditions, it really hones your, your discipline to just get it done. Cause now, I mean, in most people's cases, they can have their favorite drink. they have, have their favorite snack right next to them. Just make some calls, talk to some sellers. Yeah. It's really not that bad, you know? Yeah. So like <clears throat> that Avenue and that's where, I mean, so Christian from there, there's, you know, now Christians in uh, Hanya, which is in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, in Crete, and um, things are changed. Things are totally different now, and that's not that long ago. That's not and that all. It is, is my daily habits, like my non-negotiables. Mm -hmm. That's the, yeah, and and it wasn't that long ago. It was, I mean, I just took my post license exam, so that means it's been two years since I got my license in Florida. Two years exactly. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it was due like a couple months ago, but I got it done finally. Yeah. Yeah. For two years. Two years. It's not that long, man. And it's just like, it, it shows you. And that's why we're, and we're going to, we're going to roll this into, um, you know, and why I've been traveling the last, the last five, six months. So really a year and a half. Year and a half. Mm -hmm. Let's roll it into, um, in, okay, that year and a half and that year and a half, some of those months, you weren't doing anything. So you only really have a year under your belt. Yeah, I, about a year. And you could probably have your business like at least lifted off to the point where you're closing probably 12 deals a year. And one thing also is that, you know, I um, I uh, posted my this, I think it was 16 to 19 transactions that I did in that first 12 months. Um some of those were $50,000. Some of them were $7,000. If you really have a mentor that can really show you the, the price range to stay in, not to waste time with the, with the land and, and like that's like $7,000 land or $50,000 mobile home, things like that. There's a way that you can close only like 12 transactions in a year, focus on one good deal a month and make 120K in a year. Like I did it fumbling in a brand new market facility mm -hmm. did it too like yeah. and um and so that's that's kind of what me and Vasily are trying to focus on now we've always wanted to know how to you know when you when you help with when you like before you start real estate all you want to do is you help you want to help sellers you want to provide value to the marketplace mm -hmm. once you do that you realize that yes, this is valuable, but there's even more value I can give to the marketplace. And how do you do that? You show other people how to help sellers because mm -hmm. what's more impactful than helping a seller sell their house is helping a, mem a family member make an income to provide for their family. Yeah, and that's, so, that's, that spirals into more than just, I mean, then your family, your, you, let's say it's your family, they see you're working hard and know how to make money, then they're interested in how you make money. And then they pick up those attributes and characteristics and then they learn how to make money. It's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot farther than selling someone's property. Exactly. And so, so me and Vasily, we have been, you know, pretty much documenting our entire journey from point A to point Z where we are now, because we always have that vision in sight that if you help people on a greater scale, you will get paid more. You're going to have more impact, more mm -hmm. impact, more fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want a more fulfilled life? Mm -hmm. So um, the thing is, is that me and Vasily could continue to just close deals and make our money and do that stick for our own thing. You could just stick to your do own, our own thing. And, and that's, and that's honestly, that's for a lot. I think that's for most people, but we decided that because we documented everything and because we like to systematize, systematize things for ourselves even if no one else is going to benefit from it, it makes our life easier systematizing our uh, real estate business that, Hey, if it's, if we can make it worth it for the people that we're going to help and also for ourselves, because let's be honest, am I going to just do charity work? No, I'm not going to, there's a time and place for charity work, but it's not going to be for people that have jobs. It's going to be people who are, who are homeless. It's not going to be, you know, but we, what we can do is make it equally valuable, actually a lot more valuable for the person joining our program, uh, because we're going to show you guys exactly how to make six figures in 12 months. Oh my gosh. If you guys are looking at the video version of this, it's ridiculous. So it's changing the format, but anyways, we're going to help 
show agents how to make six figures in, in their first year in real estate with our program. Um, we're not looking for just anyone who's just interested. We're looking for people who are committed. Um, so there is going to be, you know, a significant investment in being able to do this, but we're going to provide you with everything from a virtual assistant to, um, you know, all of our sales library scripts, email templates. It just it comes. It boils down to shit. It it works. It works. And there's the there's. It's been proven multiple times over and over again. It's not like it's just me saying it. Christian has done it. And more people have done it as well. But we're we're taking it down to the most basic. We'll continue to do it. You know, we'll continue to do it. We're going to continue we'll to do it. Number one, and and the thing is, I had this. Oh my god, I was in this meeting in the office the other day, and I made this comment because someone came in for a training. They're like, "Oh, you should do this type of marketing and this type of marketing." I'm like, "Dude, if you're a brand new agent." You're lying to me if you're telling me you actually have so much money to spend. Unless you're like an old man. Unless you're an old man or an old lady and you have a retirement and you don't need to work and you have social security paying you. You don't have the money to I mean, we just we just spent like almost a thousand dollars on Instagram ads. Yeah. Or like anywhere from five hundred to seven hundred fifty. Now it's probably gonna be close to a thousand on on Instagram ads and there was no like in in me and Vasily we have that extra income that a that a new agent doesn't have. Yeah. Like they don't they don't have, you know, like the thing is like new agents from personal experience, you don't have that extra hundred dollars to just dish out. You really don't. And and if you do, that's great. But also number one is probably mama's money or daddy's money because it doesn't make much sense. I mean we were talking to someone yesterday who's expenses are 2000 a month and their income for the month is $2,000. Like you're not making any money. You, you have nothing left over. What is the point of working if you don't have your time, nor do you have any wherewithal to make any changes? There's no change that can be made. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you got to invest in yourself first. You do. So I think the moral of the story is for someone who actually want, wants to do well and don't, don't reach out if it's just, if it's, this is, this is like, this is the thing now. Don't reach out. Don't, don't call me. Don't text me saying you're interested in getting in the market, real estate market, a real estate uh, industry. And then, you know, ask me these stupid freaking questions. You know, the answer to them already. Don't act like you're interested. If you're not interested, if you're interested, then you're going to pay the money to, to be better. That's, that's all it is. So that's how we want to keep it. We don't want to have a massive group of people of, you know, maybes and wannabes and just saying they're going to do something. They don't actually do it. Um, Cause it's, it's, it takes too much energy. Like it's, it's exhausting on my end. So I think that's good, Christian. I think we can wrap it up there. I'll get this thing uploaded. Do you have anything you want to say or last words? Um, if you guys watched this, you enjoyed it. Share it with your friend. Also post it on your story and tag us. We will uh, feature you on our stories. Yeah. And, uh, you know, go back to, and if you guys want to hear more about Christian's end of things, I didn't go into my end of things, maybe for the next the next, yeah, uh, we'll your next next episode. Just, just to give you guys a perspective of what I'm talking about for getting into the entrepreneurship industry and what it really is like. So Christian, thanks so much. And um, I'll get this thing uploaded. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Okay. Peace, peace out. out.